Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And yours might be even snow-covered uh, this morning. Good morning. Welcome to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here. And Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive, ASE certified technician there at Lloyd's, is with us filling in for Dan. Good morning, Nick. Ha- a Merry Christmas to you and your family. And you too also. Uh, good morning. Yeah, nice to hear from you. Uh, Nick has, uh, well, you, you've been at Lloyd's for a few, a few years too, even when you were a kid, right? Yeah, I uh... Dan was my my first job was working for Dan when I was 15 years old at the old uh, service station. So it was about five years ago. Just, some days it feels like <laughs> about 50 years ago, but no, uh, I think I've been here at Lloyd's um, a little over 20 years. Oh wow! All right. Well, Nick is is often here on CCR Radio helping you out. If you have any issues with your your personal vehicle, your car, your truck, your van, whatever the case may be. Uh, you want to call it in, your question, or text it in, because if you have to bring it in for service at your favorite deal, your favorite shop, Nick will give you some idea of what might be ailing with that uh, that car, truck, or van. So call it in or text it in. The same number applies, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. Some folks I'm thinking uh, Nick might be on the road tomorrow, and I heard Al's news uh, saying we could get one to two inches new snow tomorrow. Yeah, it looks like maybe late in the week again also. Again, yeah, and I uh, I was thinking, uh, I was bragging for years that my, uh, and I, I maintain my snowblower, it's 24 years old, and I, I change the oil, and I change the spark plug, and I keep it in good shape, and it always starts in one pull. Well, guess what? We got dumped on the other day, no start. No start. No spark. It's not the plug. So I'm going to have to do a little research later. Uh, in the meantime, it was shoveling. Like, uh, well, you have to do the same thing. You you guys still have a plow, though, don't you, on, uh, at, yeah, at we, Lloyd's? A little, a little too much space, and we had quite a bit of snow, as you know, to oh, move yeah. around. Uh, but, yeah, I think a lot of people, uh, luckily, they can shovel and work off all that extra food that they ate the last couple of days. <laughs> That's a good point. That's good. There's a silver lining right there. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's, uh, let's grab a phone call. I think Mike is calling in from St. Paul this morning. Mike, you are on with Nick. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Nick. I've got a 2017 Ford Focus. And last couple of days, I've been watching my temperature gauge. It, when I'm driving, it doesn't want to go about 
above what I call the one quarter mark because you know you know you got four marks on the on the temperature gate there. Wondering if this could be a thermostat issue by any chance. That would be my first assumption also. Uh, thermostat is likely bypassing, meaning that it's not closing all the way, so the antifreeze can continue to circulate versus heating up. Now, eventually the car might warm up enough, but that would take a very long time. Uh, so you'll probably want to get that uh, handled or repaired because uh, as the vehicle runs cooler, like you've seen at the quarter, quarter mark, uh, it runs richer because it's trying to warm the engine up. It doesn't think that it's heating up the temp fast enough. So you want to have that assessed here in the next week or two, if possible, before you end up in a situation where you have no heat and or the car ends up being difficult to start. All right, very good. Thanks, Mike. Thank Mike leaves that line open if you want to chat with Nick or in case you want to send a text. Again, same number, 651-989-9226. But don't wait. Nick is going to be with us for about another half hour from now. So if you have a car care question, call it in or text it, and we'll help you out as soon as we can. Um, I was thinking when all that snow hit and the terrible driving the other day, uh, I wonder, and just wondering, I was, of course, I'm one of the ones wondering, if I should have had uh, Lloyd's put on some new uh, snow tires, do you think there'll be a surge at uh, Lloyd's this week for that? Well, I think, you know, we didn't have much of a winter until a week ago. Yep, yep. And then with the holidays, and I think then a lot of people had a unfortunate awakening, you know, there's snow emergencies and all these things going on all in short order where a lot of people are now frustrated because they don't have any traction or if their vehicle's been sitting for a few days now and it's been very cold, we might have people whose cars don't start. So being that it's Saturday and we have a couple of days, it's a, not only shovel out, but get your car running. You know, get it all scraped off. Make sure it has uh, uh, it fires up. You can drive it. Make sure it's going to keep working going forward because uh, if we let the car sit too long when it's this cold, that battery might deteriorate also, leaving you uh, stranded. Well, texter uh, Nick wants to know, it doesn't say what uh, kind of a vehicle. That battery might deteriorate also, leaving you uh, stranded. Well, texter uh, Nick wants to know, it doesn't say what uh, kind of a vehicle it is, but the, the texter bought a new car, and the manual says they only have to change the oil every 10,000 miles. What is your opinion of that time frame? Or that there manage? are some manufacturers that have extended the oil change intervals uh, 10,000 miles, maybe some longer. Um, I know that the uh, science behind the oil is much better. You know, the oil, <clears throat> the lubricants can last as long as they say they may. Uh, but a couple of issues that I have, the filters don't get changes often that way. So you're not oh, yeah. filtering any of that fluid. And then this is Minnesota. As we've seen in the last week, we can be from 40 degrees to zero in a matter of a day or two. And that condensation, that moisture that's collected in the oil, you know, it becomes not necessarily sludge, but a, a contaminant that will start to create issues within that motor. So we believe on a full synthetic motor oil, 5,000 miles is the appropriate interval based on what our experiences, what we see, the repairs that we do, the leaks, the sludge, all these types of uh, issues that we've seen over the years. So we've kind of stuck to the 5,000. Understanding the manufacturer might say more, but we think that that's a guideline. I used to do, before synthetic, uh, at least 3,000 with with regular oil. But the synthetic, we can go, uh, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I feel good about 5,000 with synthetic. When majority of the vehicles that are on the road that are new are all going to be synthetic. So the, the conventional oil is becoming phased out, but technology, mm -hmm. I mean, 
you know, if we can get motor oil to last 5,000 instead of 3,000, that's a huge saving oh, in yeah. of its own. So we, we just don't want to, we don't want to push it because I assure you, timing chains and all these mechanical um, issues that we see because of lack of maintenance can be avoided by changing the oil. All right. Nick, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, Linda in Bloomington has a question for you. We'll get to her on the horn in a moment or two. 651-989-9226 is your phone number, is the text number. If you want to ask Nick Stauffel from Lloyd's Automotive, your car care question. We'll take this break. Uh, 16 degrees now in the Twin Cities, heading for 25 on News Talk 830. WCCO, stay with us. And welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny along here, along with Nick Stoffel, ASE Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive. Uh, Nick, how do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's? Where are you located on Grand, and uh, how do we uh, get in touch? Well, we're taking the long weekend for the holiday. Sure. Uh, but come Monday, if you're in need, uh, we're at 651-228-1316, and we're at 982 Grand Avenue uh, in St. Paul, two blocks east of Lexington Parkway. Easy to find, and uh, I'll tell you what, let's do this. Before you leave us today, Nick, we'll get that phone number uh, at the end of the show. Absolutely. Case, uh, yeah, and uh, Nick will be here till just about 745, so keep that in mind. All right, let's get back to the phones. We promised Linda she'd be next in Bloomington. Linda, thanks for waiting. What is your question? Hi, good morning. Hello. Um, I have a question about remote car starters. Um, I'm thinking of having one installed in my 2016 Sonata. And I'm wondering what's involved nowadays as far as how long um, it takes, you know, labor-wise. I'm wondering if the technology has changed since they first became popular. Is it all computerized or anything like that? So uh, I just have a general question about how it all works nowadays. Yeah, they, they, they have come a long way. There's even some versions that have an app that you can utilize your phone. Um, so one less item to have to have in your keychain. Uh, but we we don't actually install them here. We try to stick to the original manufacturer type repairs. Um, but there's a lot of outfits around town. Um, do a little research online. Find a couple local vendors. Kind of vet them. Check with neighbors and friends. Uh, but the remote stars have gotten much more reliable. Uh, they they're integrated much better. There used to be a lot more wiring that was spliced into the vehicle, and that, a lot of that has changed also. So but not as much of a worrisome that you're going to create a larger uh, looming problem. So, like I said, I would get online, find a couple manufacturers, find some local vendors or uh, people that install them and kind of question them, you know, and ask, ask some of your friends and neighbors, and uh, that way you, you won't have to have a cold vehicle on, a, on the morning. You can remote it from, the, from inside the warmth of your home, and once she's ready to go, you'll be ready to go. All right. Thanks, Linda. Appreciate the call. Uh, we have a bunch of text messages as well, Nick, so let's uh, get to those. Here's one that says, Hi, guys. Merry Christmas. My 2011 Equinox has a TPMS sensor that needs to be relearned every time the dealer rotates the tires. I bring it back, and they fix it every time. They state they check the sensor battery, and it's okay. Texter has two questions. One, what would cause it to do that every time? And number two, I saw, where's it go here? I saw a few YouTube videos of people relearning the sensors by themselves without even using a TPMS device. What are your thoughts? Well, we have a couple of those gremlins ourselves. And I, um, Dan spent several hours on one particular vehicle trying to figure out why. And um, I don't know. I mean, it, for, for whatever reason, 
sometimes when you change the positioning and you reinitialize some of these sensors, uh, the computer and the sensor just are not mating properly. And uh, there's a couple cars that are, it honestly feels like every time, every spring or every fall, if we rotate them for the winter season or the summer, that we end up seeing issues like that where they take the vehicle and they have to return for a visit, which is very frustrating, not how anybody wants to operate. But I don't have the great answer. I wouldn't start just replacing sensors just because. Um, ho- hopefully at some point, whatever the mechanism or the failure will at least cause that sensor to uh, misbehave so you can catch it with the tool. You know, because obviously one sensor is losing its ability to uh, store that information or the vehicle can't store the information or it's not communicating. Um, but I-, I wish I had a very good answer, and I don't. <laughs> okay. Very good, Nick. Uh, here's a text uh, for you. 2015 Honda Odyssey, 45,000 miles. First thing in the morning, texter says, when it's 30 uh, degrees or colder, I drive a half mile to a red light. After sitting at the red light for approximately one minute, when I first take off, the van feels like the wheels are slipping on ice, and then tires finally grab. There's no ice at this location. Do you think it's a sign of a transmission problem? Does not happen after the van warms up. Well, that would be my first thought also. Um, I would maybe try different, uh, you know, a couple different things. Maybe let the vehicle warm up in the driveway for a little bit longer period of time. See if that truly makes a difference or if it's a matter of that transmission fluid circulating. You know, if that, if that needs to be pumped through the system and warmed up a little bit. Um, there, if that continues to happen, I would say someone should take a look. Maybe as simple as servicing the fluid. Maybe it's gotten uh, some contamination in there. Uh, but I would think with the scan tool on a cold start, and this is the part they need to remember, you need to drop the vehicle off at the shop the night before so they can be the first folks to drive it in the day. But with the tool, hopefully there's some data there that will give them a clue to, you know, whether it's uh, not engaging or slipping like they referred to. Uh, hopefully we don't have a transmission issue because those can be costly. Um, but I would I would set up an appointment drop it the night before and see what they can learn from there. Uh, People ask me from time to time to ask you guys, you and Dan, about uh, catalytic converters being stolen yet. Are you still seeing evidence of that? Unfortunately, we are. Um, I I wish I had. (laughs) Um, It's frustrating because it's really sad. That's not the kind of business that anyone wants. We don't want to have people coming in because somebody created a theft issue or a problem. You know, these people are crawling under a vehicle in a matter of a moment, a minute or two at the very most. They can remove that uh, uh, that converter and they can take it and sell it for scrap, maybe make a couple hundred bucks, but it leaves us, the consumer, the, the owner of the vehicle, with a very costly repair, uh, up over thousands of dollars, depending on the vehicle, maybe more. Um, we do, and there's, there's uh, things out in the world that you can buy to help protect that from happening again. Uh, for like the Toyota Prius, there's some shields you can buy. Uh, sometimes we'll get creative and try to weld in some cabling or some rebar um, as a deterrent. You know, there's no foolproof way to protect them, but if you can at least discourage them, or if they get under there and they see it's going to take them more than a moment, they may move on to the next uh, vehicle. Wow. What it's a situation. Sad. It's really sad. I mean, we, yeah. we have cars here weekly where people are getting their cars towed in, and, you know, it's just a heartbreaker. Holiday season, and it's an extra money people don't have right now, and it's really unfortunate. It really is. Wow. All right, Nick, we have to take a bottom-of-the-hour break to have a look at that forecast, which includes snow 
and we have more show to come. Nick will be with us for about another 15 minutes or so, so we'll uh, grab some more text messages and phone calls on CCO's Car Care Show here on News Talk 830. W- And welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show on this Saturday morning. Denny Long here, along with Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, filling in for Dan this morning. Well, Nick, as usual, we have callers, we have texters, and I know our time is limited, so let's get uh, let's get to it. Let's uh, get to Carl's call. Carl is calling from uh, St. Paul, I believe, this morning. Carl, you're on with Nick. Uh, good morning, Nick. I have a question for you. Say, I have a, uh, a little 751 Bobcat, and uh, I was plowing snow with it, uh, Thursday, and uh, oh, for about a half hour, and all of a sudden it just quit on me and wouldn't start anymore. I'm just wondering what I could look for, what kind of problems that could be. Is it a diesel or gasoline operated? Uh, it's diesel. Diesel? So I would think maybe something with the glow plugs, with that, that ignition, you know, it uses compression and heat. Um, obviously, you'd see if there's enough fuel, fuel source. Um, how old was the fuel that was in there? Um, there's a, a lot of different places to check, um, and the difficult part is where do you take it to or how do you get it there. So I would, uh, you know, do a quick search online, put that particular model year in, uh, see if there's some common issues that you can kind of pick through and try to get, get rid of the low-hanging fruit, they say, the easy items, and hopefully have some luck there. Otherwise, you'll have to find a, a, a place locally here to give you a hand. All right, very good. Good luck with that. Bob uh, uh, sent a text saying uh, they have a 2001 Yukon, lost the power steering, fluid is good, belt is on, have to use two hands to steer even at 50 miles an hour. What can I check? Uh, Suspicion is that the fluid is full. It's not a leak, but I would suspect that the pump somehow fails, so it's not creating pressure. The way the system works is that the, the belt will drive the pump, circulating the pump, creating that, that fluid pressure that gives us the assist. So without any pressure, it's just good old-fashioned steering without any of that power. So you should have that looked at. We don't want to have, especially with the winter roads, an issue where we can't manage the vehicle. Uh, but my first assumption would be there's something wrong with the pump itself. I remember something similar happening uh, to an older vehicle that we used to have. Well, you you were aware of that old white uh, SUV. Explore. Yeah, and uh, uh, I remember calling you guys because I was on uh, 494, had to pull off because I lost my power steering. Well, it ended up to be, what, what is the serpentine belt? Is that what you call it? Correct. If the, if the belt were to fall off, it would have the same, the same example there. You would have no assist because the pump wouldn't be circulating. So it, it can be alarming for sure. You know, usually the <laughs> higher speeds, it's a little more manageable because you're not turning the steering wheel as tight to make a maneuver. But on a, on a city street, if you're trying to park, it can be almost impossible. Boy, I should say I remember that. All right, let's see. Do do do. Um, my daughter. This is this is a comment about uh, what we were just talking about. Uh, my daughter's Prius had its catalytic converter stolen, like many others, this summer. Is there any way? Will you mention this? Uh, is there any way to prevent it from happening again? Do you like any of the prevention measures available? Thank you. That comes from Scott in St. Paul. Uh, do those the, uh, do they work? Those preventative me- measures. Some of the because it's based on model years. I, I believe it's like. 2003 to 2009 is the real sweet spot on a Prius. Um, and a, a company, I think the name is Cat Shield, uh, that we've installed. We feel that people, you know, they'll order them and bring them in. We'll put them on for them. They're riveted into place. It's a nice, large piece. Um, they're good. You know, I mean, it's it's a one heck of a deterrent because you get under there. Now, you know, they got one of those 
battery-powered saws that they, I mean, I'm serious when I say they can make two cuts, like, you know, slicing a piece of uh, a butter, and they're out of there in a minute. I mean, they don't want any, it's a very loud, audible noise, so they don't want any attention, so they want to get in and out before anyone realizes what's going on. So if they get under there and see this large shield cover in it, they just move on to the next vehicle. And Hopefully they can find a way to make it so people can't sell these things. Um, it's, you know, a lot, a lot of the repairs, the replacements, if they're not the original manufactured part or component, uh, they're not of the same quality. On an older vehicle, probably not as much of an issue, but on a newer vehicle, you worry about the longevity and additional problems, and it's just, it's real frustrating. It really is. Another texter says as soon as scrapyards stop taking converters, the problem ends. Yeah, and then they can ship them somewhere. There's, I, I don't know what the solution is. I mean, it's, uh, if there's a will, there's a way, and ho- hopefully there's. Um, they, they, I would assume that there's an outfit or a group of people that are kind of behind this to some extent. You know, like yeah. scrapyards or whatever it may be, and hopefully we can find a way to discourage those people uh, from continuing this. Yeah, let's go back to the phones. I think Tom was calling in from North Branch this morning. Tom, you're on with Nick. Yeah. Good morning. Say, uh, 2007 Taurus. Um, I, I have a gas leak. It, it quit. <laughs> I, I filled up with gas, put it in the garage, and there was a puddle underneath there, you know, and I don't know, maybe the size of a football or something, a couple, maybe a foot and a half. Uh, anyhow, I pulled it out. I put a piece of cardboard on see and kind of feel on to see what I could figure out. And uh, all of a sudden it quit. Now, I, I get the overflow and all that kind of stuff. Is there any kind of... Uh, and this has been like a week ago, and now I don't believe in gremlins, but there was a gas leak that lasted about a day, and it was just a, you know, a, a, like I say, a puddle, not uh, running all over the place, and then it quit. And uh, I was going to go have it looked at, and not, obviously I, said I still have to, but I'm very nervous. Is, it, is there any kind of an overflow canister, or, you know, something where that gas could have been sitting, or it hasn't dripped in a week, so I don't, I don't know. You know, the- I think you're right on. I would think, you know, the level. I mean, when you fill the tank, it gets to the highest point. If you're the type of person that might click the nozzle a couple extra times, which we discourage you from doing. Right. Reasoning is, is that the evaporative system, the uh, the, the charcoal canister, there's uh, solenoids and valves and hoses that you could end up getting liquid fuel into, which they're not designed to have that happen. They collect vapors, not fuel. So if some fuel makes its way into one of those items, absolutely can drip onto the ground uh, and leave a little puddle. Um, now, there could also be something with the tank itself, the uh, the fuel pump where it seals up on top of the tank. If the fluid gets that that high, it might have a little leak there. So you're right on. Someone needs to take a look. One easy way to do it is that we'll do a, a smoke test where it's a, it's a safe way to introduce a little bit of very little pressure with a little smoke there, fill the tank up, and if there's anything that's not sealing properly, it's going to leak. So it's a safe way to say, yes, we have a leak, and here's the source. Now, the difficult piece is this is underneath the vehicle. So you're going to have to be patient because to be able to find that requires flashlights and mirrors. Sometimes you have to remove some pieces to get a better look. So there will be some expense with it, but we're talking about fuel and safety, so you don't want to disregard or blow it off. So even if you say, I'll keep it at a three-quarter tank or whatever it is, if there's still a potential leak there, it still could be dangerous. 
Okay. Thank you very, very much. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Very good. We're just about out of time, Nick. Let me, let's see if I can grab another uh, text or so. Sure. Uh, it says, uh, what is the car? 2001 Mitsubishi Spider. When my remote locks my car doors or opens them, I only get lights but no sound. Where is that located, and what does it involve to fix it? So if there's a, um, if they're referring to like the audible setting where some vehicles, you hit the button and the horn will beep or a siren will beep, um, a lot of times on a vehicle, and I don't know if this particular vintage, but there might be a setting where you can turn that portion on or off or the lights flash or different different types of things. Um, you know, or if it's more of an issue where the lock itself isn't operating, well, I would say operate the remote, check all the doors, right? Um, but a lot of times, um, if it's the siren itself, there might be a short in that system. Um, I would have to take a look, though. Yeah, you'd have to do some detective work there. Well, Nick, we've got to run. Thanks. It's great to hear from you again. And uh, how do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's if we need to? Once again, uh, if you ever need to give us a call, we're at 651-228-1316. If you're in, on your device or your computer, we're at lloydsautomotive.net. That's L L. O-Y-D-S, automotive.net. And if you're in St. Paul on Grand Avenue, we're at 982 Grand Avenue. Excellent. Merry Christmas again, Nick, and we'll see you there at Lloyd's. Thanks, Kenny. You bet. Nick Stauffel, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive. Make way for Jack Farrell's Wine Chat next here on 830 WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.